Remnants of Janus City comes a broadcast that will shake the Empire to its core. Rogue One Radio will discuss all things Star Wars and all things in the nerd culture in and out of the galaxy far, far away. Hey everybody, it's Rogue One Radio. This is episode 103, and I would like to introduce our special guest tonight. It's Dom of the Joy of Star Wars podcast. How's it going, Dom? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And Nicole is in there, although it looks like she's hiding from us. I am, I am here. I am here. And yes, thank you to everybody that's listening in and tuning in tonight. Um, and Dom, it is wonderful to have you here. Um, yes, currently I'm on Avatar, but I will, you know, let me get a few kitties out and out of the way. And yeah. <laughs> you know, they want to be, they want to be part of it. Yeah, so, I know. Um, Running through our chat room, looks like so far we've got uh, Scott and Kim from Used and Abused in there. Uh, Dragon Buddy is with us. And who else do we have? We've got Nicholas from Backyard Tardis. Uh, Blake is with us. And uh, JT is with us. So welcome everybody. I'm sure there's going to be more coming along. Um, before we jump into everything, let's go ahead and kick it off with our first tune of the evening. Uh, Dom, this you're new to this, so we actually, in, in addition to uh, talking a bunch of random uh, fandom nonsense, we also play music on this show. Excellent. So this first song comes from a band called The Subways out of, and I'm probably going to pronounce this incorrectly, so I severely apologize, Hertfordshire, UK? Hertfordshire. Okay, thank you. And uh, they are putting out an album in January called Uncertain Joys. That's coming out via Alcapop Records. And this is the first single from that upcoming album. It is called Black Wax. Enjoy. Bye. 
All right, that was the Subways with Black Wax. And joining us in the chat since that started, we've got Patrick and Melanie. Good to have you folks back. And yeah, that thing's cutting me off. I'm playing with this overlay thing and it's cutting off my head. Anyway, so again, if you're just checking in with us, this is Rogue One Radio and this is episode number 103. And today we're going to be talking about the fifth episode of Andor uh, with our new friend, Dom, of the Joy of Star Wars. Um, Dom, why don't you take a second and tell us about that podcast? So the Joy of Star Wars podcast is um, hosted by myself and two other co-hosts who are also big historians. Uh, They're both really brilliant historians i'm just the uh, the star wars guy on that <laughs> channel and um which is a good good thing to be i'm uh, i love doing that and um basically we talk about star wars in context with american history um the kind of the social and the political that goes around the films and also so we usually have two ways of doing an episode either we have a deep dive about one of the movies or Later, we'll get on to other things where we do a deep dive. But at the moment, we're uh, only on episode five um, of the deep dives. So we're only doing, we've only done uh, A New Hope, An Empire. And um, the other the other type of episode we do is we have a theme like uh, corruption or uh, like exceptionalism. And we talk about that and we relate that to Star Wars. So with corruption, we talk about the politics of the prequels and we talk about we we spent a lot of time on those episodes of clone wars about um corruption on mandalore and uh we talk we talk a lot about that and then at the end we have a quiz where we uh end up uh trying to one of our co-hosts tries to pronounce a lot of star wars names which is always funny <laughs> oh hello have i lost you Hey, are you there? Oh, I, hello. Yeah, I just, can hear you. Just, I think yeah. my uh, my co-host has kind of gone frozen. Uh, so I guess we'll continue to chit-chat. Well, that is really, really awesome. I'm so excited again to have you here and that you're a historian. Um, and you guys are talking about these really Star Wars and everything together. That's I love that concept. How did you guys uh, create that concept? Um, so my friends... My two friends, my two co-hosts, Simon and Vaughn, they, oh, hello. Hello. (laughs) Um, My two co-hosts, Simon and Vaughn, they talk about, um, they have another podcast called uh, Impressions of America, where they talk, um, they talk a lot about uh, different American politics and uh, current events and such with uh, their other co-host, Toby. And uh, I was a friend of Vaughn's and we bonded massively over Star Wars. And she told me that they were going to do a breakaway podcast. And uh, yeah, and I was like, get me involved, please. So, yes, uh, yeah. I know. I'd be like Star Wars all the way. Politics, uh... <laughs> Yeah, literally. I love to nerd yeah. out about, of course, Star Wars. So, uh, but yeah, if, we, 
it oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say yeah that happens that happens with me because uh when because uh, vaughn vaughn writes a piece for every episode uh sort of talking about like a brief summary of uh, a certain theme oh. um so she for example she'll do a piece on um corruption where she'll talk about um the different things that have happened in the 20th century and uh, i'll just nod you know and i'll be like yep yep mm -hmm. and then I'll be like, oh in star wars this happens <laughs> gotta love the technical problems of course of course it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be rogue one radio without technical problems this is also very true um okay so um so yeah as i was saying uh if if your history buffs uh, any of you out there, uh, that would be a very interesting uh, podcast to check out. It does sound really interesting. It's it's very intriguing, yeah. you know. And I bet you that's really good when you're a historian. You can then see the the different elements that are coming into play, like in, you know what I mean, in this TV series or in the movies, and you can kind of wait, pick up on that real quick. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and it looks oh, like you just got you, a new uh, subscriber. Yeah, thank you, Use and Abuse Pod. So that's either Scott or Kim or both. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting, especially because uh, George Lucas is uh, quite the political chap. So uh, <laughs> it's just uh, there's always there's always elements of politics in Star Wars. So it's always good to it's always good to see those parallels. You know, yeah, it was interesting. I was in a uh, in a library um, a couple of months back, um, actually before I left and uh, moved to Michigan. Uh, we were at a local library, me and uh, Jay, and uh, I found a Star Wars book. It was it was something to do with the Skywalker family, um, but it was in the nonfiction section. So I was like, hmm, interesting. So George not telling us something? Uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, good stuff. Excellent. So Nicole, what have, uh, what have you been up to? Um, what have I been up to? Um, I don't know. I asked you. My brain is like, wait, what? <laughs> I've been in a fog today. It's, you know, it's been raining out. It's like the first like real rainy day of autumn, I feel. Um, but what have I been up to? I, I've been busy just doing life. <laughs> yeah. Um, while you're trying to think, I'm like, well, I've been working. Oh, I did get to see a lot of friends the other day that I have not seen some of them since before 2019. So, you know, because of that darn, you know, 2020 year. Um, yeah. So it was really good to finally see some of them on Sunday, um, including my friend Patrick, who is in the chat uh, right now. And I actually, to that. answer his question, uh, Patrick, if you haven't seen the episode, you have at least 20 more minutes before you have to hop off. But we're really not going to fully spoil it fully as we, we really are only going to talk about like some of the some of the elements within it. So it's up to you whether you stay or go. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been kind of up to. What about you guys? What have you been up to? <laughs> um, not really a whole lot of work and watching some movies and, uh, it's really about it. Um, I did want to mention actually that we got a new review on oh. our, um, Apple. Cool. Uh, where'd it go? I thought I put it in here. Oh, you know what? Looks like we've got, we actually have some newcomers to the chat too. Uh, awesome. Well, newcomers. Tina is with us. She's not really a newcomer, but she's new uh, recently to today. 
Uh, and then we have, I'm pretty sure this is a newcomer, Automated Joy. Um, that The screen name looks familiar, actually. Um, so good to have you. Uh, welcome to the chat. You don't know what you have gotten yourself into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because I didn't exactly tell you what you were in for. But uh, chat room can get kind of lively. Very lively. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the review. I found it. It came from uh, Nicholas. Yes. So, Rugal Radio is a super chill, fun nerd podcast. They're not... <laughs> Chills and they're not haters. Wow. <laughs> Just authentic. And the icing on the cake is the amazing <laughs> music they play to break it up. Don't pass on this outstanding podcast. Thank See? you, Nicholas. That was great. Music and nerding out. That's what we do here. <laughs> of course. And, and, and Dragon Buddy is right here. The chat is the show within the show. Yeah. And this is why we have wrenchers. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't. I don't think we got any wrenchers today. I thought DB had at least a baguette or a whisk to to wrench. Hmm. <laughs> that I don't know. Well, um, I do want to uh, begin our housekeeping here. We are part of the Red Five Network. And there's a lot of really great podcasts on there's about 40, 40 about 40 plus. Yeah. 45. And the link scrolling down there is a link where you can find all of those podcasts. And that link will also be in the show notes as always. Um, and then also you can catch us on social media. And there's the link there. You can find all of our links there, which include what, Nicole? Oh, I was just waiting for just that moment. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> well, you can catch us, Rogue One Radio, on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook, again, at Rogue One Radio, as well as the Red 5 Network, as you can kind of see going across your screen right now, bio link uh, slash Rogue One Radio, which, again, again you can find on Twitter. We cannot forget to forget. Did I just say that? I did say that. We cannot forget to forget <laughs> to thank our patrons because our patrons are so wonderful. So I'm going to hand it back over to Steve so we can talk they about really our Our patrons are great and I really need to update this because she's not really new anymore. Uh, so our patrons right now are Dave Brown, Kelly Ann, Chris, a.k.a. Lunar Girl, and Dragon Buddy, Don Nicholas, who just wrote that awesome review for us, Scott and Kim of Used and Abused, and uh, our newest patron, I guess she still is the newest one, is Amanda. So we thank you for your support. And if you would like to support us, just go to Patreon and look for Rogue One Radio or hit the link in the show notes. Uh, you can also support us if you're watching this on YouTube by hitting the subscribe, like, comment, comment ring the bell, all that good stuff. And I think that's it. And that's all. 
that's all, folks. Have a great day. I think that's no. I think that's all our housekeeping. Yeah. Uh, we got that through that fairly quickly, actually. Um, anybody new in the chat room? Doesn't look like it yet. Uh, but we do have another song to play, of course. Mm. So. Um, this one comes from a band based out of Berkeley, California, called Sam I Am. Sam I Am. I, I think that's Sam interesting. Sam I Am, and that's Dr. Seuss, and I was just thinking Looney Tunes on even a few minutes ago. There you go. Like that so, yeah, so Sam I Am is from Berkeley, and they released a new single. They don't have any album coming out that I know of or that I've been told about. Um, but they're going to put a new single out on the 21st of September via Pure Noise Records, and we're going to play that single. This is Lights Out, Little Hustler. Sam I am with 
Lights out, little hustler. Okay, I got it fixed. The five's not on my head anymore. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, we got Kim has joined the chat. Kim from Muse and Abuse, so welcome. And um, Joy says, love me some East Bay music, even if I'm sick of living here. I'm going to 924 Gilman on Saturday. Oh, wow. I've never been over there, but I've, I've heard, I can imagine that the scene music is uh, over there is really great. Um, as it is in Chicago, Chicago's got a great music scene. So it is time for our, Nicole, you're muted. Are you telling me I've been talking this whole time? <laughs> probably like, not. I'm like, hey, welcome back. And everyone's probably like, <laughs> all right, it is time for R1R's picks. This is where we recommend something to our listeners that we have been enjoying over the last week. And mm -hmm. let's start with you, Dom, since you are our guest. If you have so, <laughs> not uh, not something I've been enjoying over the last week, but uh, something Star Warsy. I thought I'd no, uh, thought I'd share. Don't know if you guys have talked about this before, but the uh, the Dark Horse Star Wars comics from the uh, early two thousands, in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, they did uh, Dark Horse did a series of Republic comments, oh, uh, comments right. Republic comics. And they are incredible. They're just the right amount of dark and um, kind of Star Wars fun. Um, just enough of that sort of wartime vibe that you want for that sort of Clone Wars aesthetic. Um, they're really, really solid. I also, I love how, because when, when the Clone Wars show came out, you really got that, um, they really started playing with the idea of, uh, which was sort of set up in the prequels of the Jedi being the bad guys and the war being um so messed up and uh i love how much the uh i love how much the dark horse comics play on that because it's kind of a, a common thing because of um the way that the later seasons of the clone wars show the jedi to be sort of full of uh can't think of the word full of um contradiction and yeah. uh and uh, i love that uh, in these comics which were done a solid like five to 10 years earlier, they, they have the same, they have the same things. They're a brilliant little like gap bridge between episode two and three, especially since um, they're not canon anymore. They, they work really well. And for a lot of it, they fit in really well with um, the rest of the, the canon stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've read those, but I have read, uh, a lot of the um, Dark Horse Star Wars comics. Some of my favorites are in that uh, uh, that area. Um, what do you got for us this week, Nicole? Okay, I technically have one, but no, I have two, but technically one. Uh, because I meant to mention this earlier. So I'm going to say something I usually always say, and that is I recommend thrifting. I was thrifting. And guess what I found? You won't believe what I found. Okay, so I originally was supposed to read this with um, a book club, uh, Twin Sons, outpost a couple years ago. And, you know, when money gets tight, life happens, single momhood, whatever. And so I didn't get to it. I, like, listened, but I didn't, like, get to interact with it. And I went thrifting, and what did I find? 
Nice. Popping. Yeah. Wow. And this time it's in my price range. I mean, yes, I have a lot, but that means you also have to stretch, okay? You have to pick and choose. And I'm so glad because I know this is going to come in handy. I just know it. Obviously, we know Thrawn's coming. So I'm so excited to finally read Timothy Th uh, Zahn's Thrawn. So my first recommendation is if you have not started thrifting, why haven't you listened to me yet? I've Seriously, I have made <laughs> thrifting people. Okay. But my actual recommendation is something, the next few weeks, I'm going to be showing off what I do every October. And that is I start reading also through my um, my more suspenseful um, books and things, things that are more meant for, that are on the horror side. Um, while people think that these are really meant for children, they are not. Mm -hmm. Or if you've seen the Disney version, you're just into fairy tales. But if you've actually read Brothers Grimm, then you know that these get very, very dark and lots and lots of horror. So I love it. So my recommendation this week, again, I read through this every year in, in the month of October. Again, next week, I'm going to have another uh, pick as well. This is going to be all Halloween themed the next few weeks. So read some Brothers Grimm. Uh, yes, it's okay to go dark. Yes, fairy tales were not meant for children originally. <laughs> So this is my recommendation. Grimm's Complete Fairy Tales. Complete Fairy Tales. There's some messed up stuff in those stories. Yes. <laughs> yes. So when people go, oh, that's too adult. I'm like, have you read the originals? <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, um, have you, the, the musical Into the Woods? The way they adapt, the way they adapt the uh, those those stories, and they have that sort of whimsical Disney esque, and then it just goes all horribly wrong, and halfway through it gets yes. proper grim. Yes. In the reality, absolutely love it. Not have gone Disney esque. They should have. They should just done it. You know what I mean? If you're gonna do it, mm -hmm. do it. And they yeah, should have really dark because a lot of people don't realize. Okay, now modern times, a lot of people don't realize is that they came from brothers from. Other than Hans Christian Andersen, that is like Thumbelina, The Little Mermaid is Hans Christian Andersen. However, the rest we could think to Brothers Grimm. So, yep, that's my that's my pick. So, okay, so I am going to be the odd man out apparently this week, and <laughs> um, I am picking something that is not uh, Star Wars related. Mine wasn't um, Star Wars. Okay, not fully. Well, you started with one, so I, I guess right. okay. I guess it still I guess it still counts that you also did a non Star Wars. Uh, so Dom can be the old man, odd man now. Um, anyway, mine is uh, somewhat Halloween themed, though. Spooky. Um, it is a movie that I recently saw on Hulu. Uh, it's a Hulu original. Um, not sure why it didn't come out in the theater, um, but it is the 2022 uh, Hellraiser reboot. Oh, I heard oh. that. Was good. I heard that it, was good. It was. Um, I, I have one minor problem with it, but it did not make the product overall bad. It was. It was a really. It was a really good one. Um, but uh, yeah, that is my recommendation, and I uh, I think you should see it if you are a fan of horror or a fan of that franchise. Um, 
Yes, yes, Patrick. Lady Hellraiser. Um, <laughs> All right, somebody in chat knows what you're talking about. I have not seen yeah, it yet. I have heard about it. I the yeah. those who have seen it have said they liked it. So. Yes. It's good. It's good. It's just not uh yeah, D Dragon Buddy kind of echoes my own personal feelings. Um, she she did fine. She just didn't scream Pinhead to me because I'm mm -hmm. I'm just so used to the Douglas Bradley version. Uh, just didn't. Uh, I don't I don't think she pulled it off very well. But anyway, so that's my recommendation. And that was our one R's picks for the week. So those awesome. will be in the show notes for you to check out if you want to um, check those out for yourself. Um, all right. Almost time for the main event, but we do have one last song. <laughs> no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so this one comes from a band out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Cool. They are called Cluttered, and they just put out a new EP uh, very recently, uh, just on October 6th. Uh, the name of that EP was Transgender Dystopia Blues, and this is the... Um, first track, the opening track from that EP called Take Me Away. All right, rock on. Take Me Away by Cluttered. 
Oh, Scott's going to have to leave. He is still behind on Andor. Boo. But come back after you get done watching. Because what we're going to talk about, really, actually, it, you know, we're reviewing Andor, but in, the, in in our own new way, which I absolutely mm -hmm. love. And I hope if you agree, please let us know if you agree, if you love the new format of the show. And, you know, we're really getting down to the, to uh, to something new with the planets and the characters and Kind of going in Let us know if you like it. We'd love to know. So, episode five of Andor. Um, yes, we're five episodes in, and we've got what seven more left. Yep. Um, I can't believe it's twelve episodes. That's crazy. No, I'm I'm glad actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because of the, I mean, the pace that the show is on they're really um i feel like they're purposefully taking their time um, yeah which is good because it seems like in the last few um star wars shows they've been kind of rushing things oh yeah absolutely um but we're gonna go ahead and start off with our overall impressions of this episode. So, um, why don't you go ahead and kick us off, Dom? What, what did you think overall of this episode? So I'm, I'm really digging the, I'm really digging this low pace format. I would, it took me a little while to, uh, it took me a little while to get into it. I think, I don't know. I've, I'm, I want to see what happens next because I assume next episode is going to be the heist, um, and we're going to get some we're going to get some things happening. Um, I like that they've taken the time to establish the characters. I'm hoping it's going to be a rough episode where we lose a bunch of the characters, so the time spent with them is really going to help with that. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think I'm enjoying the format because. Um, I've seen, I'm right in thinking, I've seen on the posters that Saw Gerrera is going to be in it later on, judging from what we've seen from the posters. So I'm pretty hype about that. But also, like, Absolutely. it seems like, what? so there's 12 episodes. Um, we seem to have had a three-episode arc, like, at the very start with the first three. And then we've got another, three, what seems to be another three-episode arc. And I feel like if they did four separate, like, semi-separate stories in the season, the way that's working... I think it would work. I think it would work really well. Like just to have that different bit of uh, that different bit of uh, you know variation. I also like how I also like how kind of micro scale it is. Like the whole everything is very focused, and it's all it's all very small. So we've got the individual characters, um, and the antagonists are an individual group. So I really like the. Um, I really like the core, the corporation. They're really cool. The the blue guys. What are they called again? The uh, the guys from the first three episodes in the blue suits. Um, I think they were just the uh, corporate corporate sector. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like I really like them. I like how um, I like how they're quite incompetent when they were tested out. I really liked that. I love the I love the character who. Um, he's kind of well into his job, maybe a little too much into his job. And uh, he's, yeah, I really like, I really like that guy. It reminds me a bit of, um, 
I was getting, uh, he's more, he's more awkward and obviously that's a comedy, but he reminds me a bit of uh, Rimmer from Red Dwarf. Any of you guys who've seen that, um, the way he takes his job super seriously, even though he's not in a very glamorous job, he just wants to be. And I I really like that. And I liked what they did with him in this episode where he's talking with his uh, overbearing mother. I really, I thought that worked really well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I will say that overall, I enjoyed the episode. I still enjoy the pacing that they're going for. Um, but at the same time, to me, it felt a little bit like a filler episode. Um, like, there was a lot of interesting stuff that happened, but as a whole, it was just like mm, a lot of the seemed kind of unnecessary mm-hmm. to really tell the story. Uh, but not so much to a point, like I said, that I didn't enjoy the episode. Mm-hmm. It's funny how they can do that. Like mm-hmm. the filler mm-hmm. is good. Oh, um, yeah. What about you, Nicole? What do you think? Uh, well, real quick, I agree with Dom and the whole thing with the arc. Like, I, I wish they would have. Okay, if you're going to do three, let's go three, three, three. You know what I mean? Let's do it. Um, mm-hmm. for- the way that they have they've done it um especially because of the pacing but at the same time i really don't mind the pacing i know some really it bothers them for me it does not um because i like i like a really good slow burn and i feel like we're in a time and place in life that we're just so here here the here now and yesterday that we kind of forgot what it's like to have to wait you know what i mean like we're starting to kind of get used to it but we're still so used to netflix like Come on. You read the chat. I know Dom read the chat. I read the chat. Like, we what are we going to do with the Mr. Fibble? <laughs> That's so good. I told you, our, our chat is off the rails. We love them to death. Um, but yes. <laughs> they so know good. when we have read they, something, they watch for our faces. You know, like, That's hilarious. it also seems like they're behaving a little bit more today. Best so behavior. Sure. Except we got this brand new person that I don't think has ever been in our chat before coming up with stuff like this. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. He's a great counterpart for Cyril. We just need to see him with a gingham dress and a penguin puppet. Oh, wow. Wow. What are well, we now, do our, now our chat's going to be like, well, now we're just going to let go. Julie um, is making herself right at home. That's fine. Yes, she is. <laughs> Welcome. We enjoy having you. Um, so we're getting of back course. to um, Overall, I loved the um, the parallels of the parent-child parent, um, relationships, um, both young child or teenager and then adults. Um, and then Skeen, man, he just kind of kept pulling my, my heartstrings this week with a few things with the story of his, of his brother and stuff. So, um, you know, cause the ax forgets, you know, but the tree knows. So I'm just, uh, yeah. That. Yeah. There's definitely some good things that I liked. So overall, I mean, I liked it. I'm excited for tomorrow. Oh yeah, absolutely. So- so. I'm loving. I'm loving. There's a couple of. There's a. There's a few moments in the script which really. It's like whoever's writing the dialogue is really flexing, and I love it. Like <laughs> um, in this episode, there was the. Um, 
I'm terrible with the names. I haven't quite got them yet. But the the guy who was suspicious of Cassian, mm. and um, when he took he took the necklace from him, and when he told the story about the Empire um, making his brother kill himself, and yes. the way they wrote that was very good. I really liked that. And um, but the big one for me was the thing that sold me on the whole show. I was like, I'm going to sit through this whole thing. I'm going to love all of it, no matter what happens, because of this first this this dialogue in the first episode. And it was when um, what's the what's his name? Um, Cyr Cyril. That's is that his name? Cyril. Cyril. I know who you're talking about. I'm going to call him Cyril. Uh <laughs> Cyril. Yes, he's just Cyril. call him Cyril. He had cereal in this episode. Since he likes that was amazing. The, uh, cereal yes. and blue milk. That was That's incredible. Right. The, um, uh, the space yeah. cocoa puffs. That was brilliant. Um, the when he when he gives the report to his superior, who um, who he always plays pompous characters in everything he's in. He played a, a snobby lord in Braveheart, and he plays uh, Lord Royce in Game of Thrones, um, <laughs> and that guy. He, um, when he says about uh, they've uh, they're in a brothel where they're not supposed to be drinking drinks that they're not supposed to be able to afford in the sector that we're not supposed to patrol, and they obviously picked the wrong person to mess with, and it's just brilliant. And I wasn't expecting it; like it, it worked really well. I also like how adult this show this show is in comparison to some of the others. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I like the adult too. Like, yeah. not everything has to be. Just because it's Disney does not mean it has to be childish. Like this right, is still yeah. Star Wars; it can still be adult. And I think I think it's because Cassian isn't such a huge name compared to say Boba Fett or uh, Obi Wan. I think they sort of let them gave them the free reign a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's making all the difference. <laughs> yeah, um, I because I've I've seen a lot of things online of people really like praising mm -hmm. it. And uh, I'm not sure. I feel like you could trim the fat a little bit in the in the kind of filler episodes. Like I remember when I watched the first three when they came out, and episode two, like it's all good. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. But I feel like there's things you could take out and still get the desired effect, you know. And I feel like I think you, the same thing you said were about um, this episode being a filler episode. I think it did a lot of really good stuff. Um, but I think the two episodes before the the big climax, we've had two. We've yeah. had two big climax episodes and i feel like you could probably trim them a little bit but yeah. i'm not a script writer so uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak for them it is yeah, a difficult so job in episode five there was a lot of interesting conversation and a lot of uh interesting information that was brought out um so for really detailed really digging into character development and uh that sort of thing from that standpoint it was a really good episode it just overall mm -hmm. kind of felt like and eh, did we really need this one um yes because there are details in them that we there are, deta there are details that we want okay um i oh, think by the I'm way kelly, if be you more... notice oh. kelly is in the chat with us now okay sorry you were saying though um, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to be more invested in the characters for the heist after mm -hmm. seeing them kind of live a bit, especially the the young guy who's a bit of a uh, he's a bit of a political idealist, like he's writing his manifesto. I loved yeah. that. I was really surprised. I was yeah. really surprised with that when he spoke about he spoke about his political manifesto. I was like, wow, okay, this is 
this is Star Wars amazing. This is yeah. this is stuff you don't really see outside of the books, you know? Very much so. Yeah. I was really loving that. So we didn't really get any new locations in this episode. Well, we got mentions, though. And they we weren't did. new. But we, yeah. You've, you've got your notes, so go ahead. I did. Uh-huh. So we're going to start off with talking about some planets that got mentioned. Although we didn't get to see them, and it's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to still talk about them. Uh, let's begin first with, oh, forgive me if I say it wrong. I hope I don't say it wrong. Hosian Prime. Hosian Prime. As we all know, sadly, gets blown up later. Yeah. By the First Order. Jerks. Yep. <laughs> um, that was mentioned. Um. Also, because this was mentioned in Force Awakens, I'll mention this now, and that is Jakku got mentioned. Classic. A lot of mentions this week. I was like, yeah. whoa, they were name dropping a lot. Uh, yeah. Kessel, which is another mining planet. That's right. Yeah. Mentioned. Thank you, Solo. But it's interesting because Solo technically is Solo before or after Andor? Before. It's before, which is crazy because my brain goes, Will they go there? Would they bring in, you know, uh, a young uh, Harrison Ford lookalike again? I, mean, <laughs> I certainly hope not. <laughs> it really would wouldn't surprise me. I don't want them to do it. I don't Restraint. want them. No, I don't <laughs> want them. There's only one person. There's somebody I really want to see in this, and that that's Ahsoka, because I feel like she makes sense, and she's the person who guessed. Mm-hmm. You know, she get, she, you know, I she's feel like... I feel like it wouldn't be completely out of the ballpark if uh, right. Infant's Nest shows up. Y'all see? That's also a possibility. See, that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. We also got, well, those were the big three. But I wanted to mention this um, in my research because um, Lutheran's ship is called the Fonder. And I guess that is also a name of a planet. And I'm kind of like, Oh, isn't that interesting? We haven't seen it yet. Will we see this new planet? I hope so. I really, really hope so. So I'm really, I'm now I'm very curious about this. It's F O N D E R. So Fonder, Fonder, Fondor. Yeah, it's a. So it was a. It was a uh, heavily. Um. Heavily militarized mm-hmm. uh, planet, um, and it was a. Uh, I want to say there was a lot of uh, manufacturing going on there for like navy ships. Manufacturing. Right. 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 Okay. Because um, <laughs> you just never know. Really, we never don't. Know. I mean, behind those scenes. Um, but no, I just think it was really it was a mining accident. Oh, <laughs> now isn't that interesting? Huh. Let's think back. I think we talked about another location that also had a mining accident that had changed. So the many imperial mining accidents. I know I, all right? the time. You know, was it's crazy. Such a, mining a high accident, accident rate. So I, but I just think it's really, they're really not following the OSHA standards, <laughs> but yeah. I, ever, I'm not, oh, oh, I was just going to say, say, I'm not curious what oh, they'll do. The, all those drops. So, but yeah, 
was just I was just reminded you mentioned Alderaan and it made me it reminded me of did you ever read there was a there was a set of comics and it was kind of like a Star Wars what if comics they were called Infinities and some of the most random stuff happened in them and they're hilarious. I did hear about those. I don't think I ever I don't remember ever reading any of them. There's um so basically um the the New Hope one is what if the missile doesn't go off in the Death Star and um so it doesn't blow up. And so the the Empire wins basically, and uh, yeah. then it does a little time skip five years later, and a lot of messed up stuff happens. But the Death Star is called the Justice Star, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a big Empire Day celebration where they eclipse the sun on Coruscant with the Death Star, and uh, I'm sure everyone's just loving that. You know, not terrified wow. at all. Oh, that's, that sounds interesting. I'll have to check that one out. Empire, yay! <laughs> Um, we didn't really get any new characters either. Yes, we, did. we did? We did. Man Mothma's daughter. That's, That's right. right. That's right. How could we forget the little brat? Uh, <laughs> the teenager. <laughs> yes, and that was... A <laughs> Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> that, that that one was uh, that's Tina's favorite character, of course. I know. I think that would rival Josh's favorite. Like he might. I think it might be. I, mean, I think it might be Josh's favorite too. But. Um, so yeah, we got the uh, we got the daughter who. I again, we're getting all this information about characters that we've known about for a while. Who knew that she had a child? A family. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Getting some really uh, detailed information about our uh, esteemed leader of the Rebel Alliance. It makes makes you wonder what's going to happen or what's going to come. Like, I don't think Piran's going to make it. Oh, no. He, he's gone. I, I think he it's did. very difficult that she, his, the daughter will make it either. But... Um, I'm very curious about their about what's going to happen with them in the coming yeah. weeks. Yeah, I hope they I hope they develop that a lot more, and uh, especially the relationship with the daughter. Um, I don't think they really need to develop too much more about the relationship between Mon Mothma and Perrin. We we already know that that's that's not a very uh, that not a very good, that, that's not a very good relationship. <laughs> I love that. I love that we're getting we're getting a, a story on a on a on a TV show on a proper Star Wars TV show where Mon Mothma is complaining about who he invited to dinner because they're oh. all tradition. So good. It's so I, cool. I am still like I want to know. I want to see this dinner party Honestly. so badly. Mm. Like. And they said it, and I was like, he saw all the guest names, they were going to be fun. And I'm mm -hmm. like, why are we, we need to see this. Like, don't tease us with these names, and don't tell us about the dinner party, and then not show us, because Oh, we have, we have to see the dinner party. I've got to see it. I want to see it. i so, got to see how Sly Moore is fun. <laughs> oh, don't put that up. Come on, you I'll have to, you oh, no. <laughs> I'm afraid. 
Okay, well let's let's just hope that they don't pull a shirt She-Hulk and we see Slimewar twerking. Well, I don't think they're gonna. Do I that. think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend She-Hulk here. I thought it worked <laughs> in the episode. Oh, oops. Okay. Sure, Andor, I do not think it fits. <laughs> I disagree. I would love I would love to see Cassie Nandor just just getting those cheeks out. You know, just doing a good old twerk. People, yeah, maybe he's he's about to he's about to fly the ship. He's about to get out of there, and he's like, "Wait, there's one more thing I must do: distract those stormtroopers." Oh, very good. What do you well, think, Chapman? Do you think? Uh, do you think there's room? What do you think? I gotta Chat agree room? with. Uh, there's room in the Andor series for some twerking. I gotta agree with uh, Patrick Griffin on the chat. She-Hulk was great last week. I uh, yes! I can't believe my boy, my boy Daredevil. Oh, they gave him the all-star treatment. I haven't said it yet. Charlie Cox. I won't say anymore, but I we love him so much. Anymore, but I, 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 Sam and I can easily just sit down and chat about this right now. I, I, I do. Mm -hmm. I do know that Daredevil showed up in the episode. Uh, you um, better watch it soon because yeah. they set up a lot of things for a I lot know. of other. Yeah, just Daredevil's one of my yeah. Daredevil's one of my favorites. If not, hit me or Dom up, and we can give you. We have. I'm sure we can both help you. Um, well, let's go back to Lita real quick because we didn't really get to talk about her very much. Uh, what were your guys' thoughts about her relationship with her mom and with her dad? I'm just curious what your guys' thoughts were. Uh, I don't think she has a relationship per se. Well, I mean, there is a relationship, but well, it's right. I mean, I, rough right now. I think <laughs> strained. Of, yeah, strained. Very, very good. Um, I would, I would agree. I'd say strained, but at the same time, I would almost say, um, almost to an extent of typical uh, teenager. Do you guys think she will come around to the light? Before if she doesn't die first. She, I, mean, I was about to say, if she doesn't get killed. Yeah. Yeah. I um I like I like the idea that um Mon Mothma is so dedicated to to uh, her cause that she's neglecting her personal life. I think that, that works really well. Um I also just love I was I was loving that scene. There she is. Yeah, I was just loving those scenes as well, just because it's so cool to see some like Star Wars sets that aren't like gross and grimy. Yeah, just makes me just yeah. just the like the polished aesthetic. I was just like, oh, that's nice. I want that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think uh, what we got was what we got was good. Once again, I think the dialogue sells it. I think the dialogue writing really sells it because you could easily make that feel forced, and I feel like it was just enough. I think they know exactly what. I think they can see, like, they can predict what the audience are going to think of something and be like, okay, how do we do this where it's just enough, but not too much, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what about, do you have any favorite characters? I know somebody in the chat piped in that uh, it was Joy. Joy says that Nimic is definitely my favorite heist member, aside from Andor. So outside of Andor, uh, himself, um, do you have any favorite characters from the show so far? And uh, let's start with you first, Nicole. 
I'm not going to necessarily say from the show, but from this episode. Okay? okay. Somebody totally changed. Hold my heartstrings, okay? Not once, but twice. And I wasn't, like, really gravitating towards last week, but I want to talk about him this week because I've already mentioned him already. And that is Skeen. I'm, I know. I'm just giving his last name. Whatever. Um, of course, the, the title of the show is called The Axe Forgets, okay, which is very mm -hmm. important. Do not underestimate that, the power of that, um, of the title. Um, he has this very powerful quote. I'm going to read it, and that is, The Axe Forgets, but the tree remembers, Skeen said. Now it's our turn to do the chopping. Oh, okay. I love that. And then also Skeen's tattoo, the barcode, um, means by the hand. I'm like, ooh, okay. Um, somebody also had mentioned, I had seen somebody mention something about Grand Admiral Thrawn and something with that is a possible connection. I'm like, uh, okay, I need to figure this one out still. Um, but anyway, so Skeen really pulled my heartstrings, especially with the story of his brother who had a tree farm. You know, because those jerks, you know, known as the Empire, just had to have it. You know, they couldn't just, like, you know, buy it. They had to have it. Um, and, of course, his brother took his life, and that was really sad. You know, so he really grew on me. So I know the tree symbolism there was very, very important. Um, and, of course, this also kind of simulates to um, Serial uh, because we know that towards that end, he's watching you know, Cassian's um, hologram, and it's like, oh, he's, he, you could see the wheels are turning, and he's, you know, like, he's planning something already, like, even though this is now very, it's like a personal vendetta, he's got, you know, that's it, you changed my life, so now I'm gonna go after you, whether you like it or not, and I'm, um, whether it helps his job or not, but, so, and of course, so that means, like the tree doesn't forget, Surreal did not forget what Cassian did. So um, it'll be very interesting at next tomorrow. I was going to say next week, tomorrow. Yeah. See what happens with Skeen. Again, he, I, again, he wasn't necessarily a favorite, but he's one that definitely captured my heart and my attention in this past episode. So, yeah. Okay. I, you know me, I'll piggyback somewhere else, but, you know, we'll go. Yeah, we'll, we'll sure. How about you, Dom? Did you have any favorites? Yeah. Um, I'm loving. Uh, yeah, I'm loving Cyril. He's real good. I'm loving. I'm loving that kind of character where he's uh, he's a big old he's he's a big old mess. Um, and he's okay. very he's very devoted to his cause and what he thinks is right, but he's also a bit incompetent he's very very dedicated <laughs> but that was that was my favorite thing from the third episode was he was the driving force uh he was like the driving antagonist for the first three episodes and then as soon as he has a gun pointed at him he completely breaks and i loved that i thought that was fantastic and he gives his gun away and gives them up immediately and i thought that was that was really solid really good character i'm loving how much of a hard time he's having there's an, that, that's something they do a lot with um with uh, the new like imperial set the kind of imperial antagonists where they just give them a really hard time like krennic in rogue one he's just having the worst time like nothing is going right for that dude um mm -hmm. it's a bit like that um 
also I'm a sucker for um, the the ISB agent that's played by uh, comedian and rapper Doc Brown. Love that, love that actor. So every time I see him, I'm just cracking up, even though he's deadly serious. <laughs> Can't help it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the, I um, Go ahead, sir. I was just going to say, um, I just want more of those uh, ISB meetings. Just give me, give me more of that good stuff. Um, the uh, having uh, Kyburn from Game of Thrones uh, heading the uh, heading the ISB meetings, and uh, oh, just love it that imperial dialogue where it's just all sort of witty and kind of they're all really bitchy to each other. Love it. So good. <laughs> I love it. Um, I saw Melanie's comment and I agree. I really liked ED too. Um, ED, I talked earlier at the beginning, you know, my overall view is that, you know, I love the parallels between like the, the children. So meaning Mon Mothma with Lita, but as well as Surreal with ED, with his mom. And that moment over, you know, over those cocoa puffs, those space cocoa puffs, you know, with the blue milk, um, the back and forth. And I liked the fact that they showed us that they paralleled a couple of things. So I think that's also something that's very important to remember is that we need to watch that going forward is what's going to happen with this one and what's going to happen with that one. Because there's a reason why they put this in. They didn't just go, okay, we're going to show this and we're going to show this. I don't, they have purpose and I think it'll be interesting to see where those two relationships go and I'm sure they will parallel for a reason um but I have to agree with Melanie in the chat I want to know what's going on with um because uh Sorrel's mum was uh, saying about his uncle uncle yeah oh I'm wondering what's going on there is he uh I'm wondering if he's a dodgy guy, if he's part of the kind of the crime, the crime area of, you know, Star Wars, or is he, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting. I also love the actress that plays his mum. She always plays uh, similar, similar characters. Um, she was in the, the Lame Is miniseries from 2017. She played a similar character where she was sort of quiet, but said, like spoke her, you know, spoke her piece, very kind of yeah, cutting with what she said. Brilliant. And for me, she was Miss Fig in the Harry Potter series. So this is our second our second person mm -hmm. in this series that's also in Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter. So it makes me very happy. Um, even though she didn't have a big role, it still meant big to me. It, in the books, it's bigger. Um, so, so I'm what, very curious where that's going to go. Very curious. What do you guys think about Deidre? Deidre. Deidre is the uh, ISB agent. Um I'm just thinking because I want to get more of her again because it's like I think we got some more of her but not a lot more of her to give a lot of details out to us. Yeah. So I know that we're going to see more of yeah, her. I feel like tomorrow we might see more of her or if not the following one. I just based feel like on the, yeah, right. based on the trailers I think we're going to get more of her. See, um, I have not been watching the trailers on the in between. I have been no, like no, no. I mean, I mean, even the yes, DB crazy eyes. Um, no, I I just meant the original trailers. Oh, okay. Um, because there were some scenes with her in it that we have not that they have not shown yet. Mm -hmm. Um, the scenes with her. There was a scene, particularly in uh, one of the trailers, where it showed her marching with some. Uh, I think they were Death Troopers. Ah. <gasps> Hype. Uh, uh, okay, we'll see. We'll or see shadow that. troopers. Actually, it may have been shadow troopers. Even more hype. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but other characters that I'm, I'm, especially from the last couple of episodes that I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, Val is very interesting. What's going on there? Yeah. They are not going to take part of the final heist in a way that we think they are. So what's going on there? Mm. Um, yeah, oh, I was wondering because they just kind of wandered off, didn't they? They were like, yeah. cool, we'll see you later, guys. Yeah. What's happening? I don't know if we talked about this last week or if it's something I saw in the last few days. Somebody had, again, something I had seen, and it was something with a comment of what if she was his daughter, Lutheran's daughter. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> Yeah, we you and I talked we'll about that. Another parent child, you know, because again, we already have this one pair, this one parallel between the two. So it's like, would they do that? Is it possible? Could it be a theme. It's 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 very possible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll I guess we'll find out as as we, I hope we find out as as uh, events progress. Mm-hmm. Um, but another favorite. Uh, I'm really going to have to go with Joy on this one and mention Nimic. Because there's some interesting stuff going surrounding that young man. Mm-hmm. There's some almost a shady feeling. Like there's something else going on with him. Like is he really as um, is this the one that le- uh, Nimic is the is the younger guy that's okay. doing the manifesto? Yes, there it seems like there's You're more behind. It's a cover. I, I sometimes get him and Skeet exactly, and I mm. when we first meet them, they they're together, and I'm that's like, keep their names straight. <laughs> yeah, Nimic is is the younger. Looks <laughs> like almost almost looks like a kid. Uh, but he seems almost too into the cause. I don't know. It could it could just very well be that he's really committed. Mm. But we've watched way too much Star Wars <laughs> to know yeah. that there's there's more to everybody than you think. Although I don't mm-hmm. think he's last personally. I think that we even said that last week. That we didn't think he was going to last. Oh no! I think he's. I don't think he's going to make it through the heist. Connor. <laughs> yeah. I, I was the... going to be filled with tears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad no one was like, "Oh, here's a picture of my children," because I was like, that, "That would be like, oh, you're dead. You're going to die next episode. Cool. Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh These my are my kids. God. I love them so much. Oh no, yeah. that's, that's it. Yep, you're you're gone. <laughs> um, I'm. So there's another uh, piece of the puzzle from this episode that I want to chat about just a little bit. It is the scene in the gallery with the holocrons. The, the giant ones? The big ones? Well, no, I, I just mean the conversation between Luthen and uh, his assistant. Okay. Um, I'm like, wait, are you going to talk about the giant? Like, my brain went straight to the holocrons. I was like, ooh. That, that was really cool. And and Melanie, I of course, you, you 
obviously I agree with that statement. Yes. Uh, anybody who has seen the show knows that um, that is a character favorite of mine. Um, but so yes. are we going to get Boar Gullet? Give me that. Give me that Boar Gullet. <laughs> Just all the time. Maybe. Maybe. Um, squirrel. Um, okay. Yeah. Saw. <laughs> yes. Yes, Melanie. We're all waiting for Saw. At least I am. Um, but. Yeah, the holocron thing w was interesting, but the conversation itself is what uh, I kind of focused in on. Like this whole uh, this whole idea of he wants it too much. Is he talking about the heist itself, the money that's going to come from the heist, or something else? Power. No, excuse me. I don't think he'll have power. Over is it. unlimited power? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It's just like the 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 kind of toward the end of that conversation almost had me feeling like, okay, is there something else behind him? I think so. I think we're still getting more of his layers, and I think it's interesting how they're peeling it back slowly. Mm -hmm to show us what each of those represent. That's why I said this when I had seen somebody put out there, well, what if that was his daughter? And I'm like, ooh, because this makes it different. It makes it personal. You're no longer doing it for yourself, no longer doing it for others. Now this is personal. So that's why I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. We'll see if that happens. Um, but yeah, I think we're getting, we'll get more yeah, layers behind him. Because, because if that is the case if she is related to him somehow or even very close to him somehow mm -hmm. and she's off doing something else while they're doing the heist that that connects somehow why why is she not a part of the main team guess we'll find out i guess we it's just one of those speculations it's like mm -hmm. really got you waiting for that next episode right. like what, what's gonna happen what's, what's going on <laughs> dragon uh, buddy seriously yeah what oh <laughs> nobody puts Ma, mr moth Ma in a corner <laughs> Jeez. oh you guys um what's this easton has been needing help so, oh, oh okay talk about her first so um so predictions for next week are we going to find out number one uh who is this person because we still haven't found out who is this person that mon Mothma wants to bring into the fold i hope so yes and i'm still hoping it's my girl, and I, I didn't wear my cardigan. I feel like I gotta go put on my cardigan and go, hopefully it's her. <laughs> Chat room, what are your thoughts? Who, who do you think is the person they're bringing, that she wants to bring into the fold? Full crumb, full crumb, full crumb. How about you, Dom? Who do you, who do you think that Mon Mothma is trying to bring into the fold. I'm think I, the circle, I'm not it sure. Was. It's it's one of those things where I don't want them to go too too big with the cameo with like the having a big cameo. 
Like, obviously, it's cool to see Ahsoka, but I think we've had oh. we've had her in Mando, and then she turned up in Book of Boba. Like, yeah. that's just. Yeah, I think with. Go ahead. Hmm? Sorry, so I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> I'm what you sorry. Say? I just. I'm she like... really wants to see Ahsoka. So of course, who wouldn't? So but last I... week we we did discuss. He didn't Bell. say anything. We didn't say we didn't mention Bell, but we also mentioned that by this time in the historical timeline, he would have already been a part of the alliance. Steve, I love that. So that one would be too obvious. Okay. I love how many people just call him Jimmy Smiths. That's that's so good. It's just just Jimmy Smiths. That's funny. Okay, so Steve, hold up, because Dom did not give his answer. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Answers to a question. That's a great idea. Um yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know what I, he thinks who he thinks the, I, the person is. I don't know, because you're I mean Bale's probably probably already part of it. Um I don't you know, I don't know. Um I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think about characters. I'm I'm kind of hoping they don't drop a big name on us. Like I'm really hoping they keep it either small time or they keep it or they give us a new character. Maybe if they're talking about if they're talking about the rebellion, maybe she's talking about exploring military options for for the rebellion and that's where she's getting sore in because they had worked together before because in Rebels they have a history sore and Mon Mothma and everyone. So maybe maybe she's exploring military options for the rebellion, less political it, side of things. That's you know? actually very like, like, like it could happen. Like that's actually more yeah. plausible than even my Ahsoka. I mean, our Ahsoka, but of course. But it's like I love Volcrum, um, because, but I get what you're saying, and that's a really good point. Oh man, you actually probably are right. Because I'm just like, watch, you're right. Because that, I'm, that, I'm that. going with Hera. I'm still going with Hera. I'm a star. Oh, you, know you know, you're going to hear from me if it's Hera. Because my brain will be like, it's Space Mom. I'm sticking Where is this one. in the timeline with Rebels? Five years before uh, Rogue One. Right. So, okay, so about so. the same, almost the same time as Rebels. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're all on, um, they're all on Lethal doing their thing for now. Getting Malu runs. Excellent. Okay, so we know where we are. So we have options here. We do have mm. options. Now it makes sense because that would be like the perfect gateway to introduce Saw. Man, why did you have to make sense? I'm like, no. Buy my Ahsoka. <laughs> it's okay. You've got plenty of Ahsoka. Yeah. I... Uh, I I do. I was in I was in the Disney store the other day because I found out they'd just done the you know they have the twenty five well, the twenty five pounds in the UK I don't know how much they are in the states, um, but they have the lightsabers which are like the plasticky ones but they have the light all the way through and I was looking for the Obi Wan one but they had Ahsoka ones and I just bought them on the spot and then just put my gray hood up and started swinging them around like a four year old. <laughs> yes, twenty four. Yes, lightsabers. Good. So my next question, uh, kind of character-based, uh, this one might be a little more obvious, but maybe not. Uh, who's the engineer that that uh, that the garrison is expecting? This could also be Sagarera. <laughs> I'm not sure. Engineer. 
I don't know. The obvious, know. the obvious answer, I think, would be Krennic. But do you oh, really want to bring oh, of course. that character? You really want to bring that character? <laughs> I, I will a, watch Ben Mendelsohn in anything, so I will be happy to see him again because he's wonderful. I love him so much. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna address a question in the chat. But first, I don't think it's It is obvious. Krennic is too obvious, number one. Two, why would he be there that has nothing to do with the Death Star development? Why would oh, he be there? Yes. Why would he be there? Okay. Yes, that makes sense. Because Krennic is a weasel, and for him to but, start being that much of a weasel this early on might yeah. drive us But at the me. same time, why would it be Galen Erso? Again, nothing to do yeah. with the Death Star, unless there is something to do with the Death Star that we don't know. Right. I mean, Plus, and I, Mads Mikkelsen's expensive. And I, <laughs> I doubt well, we could see Krennic, you know, in the next season, you know, towards that. It would not surprise me if all of a sudden they brought in Krennic, you know, at some point. Uh, so, okay. Uh, I want to address a couple, <laughs> couple of things in the chat here. And I think Melanie is probably talking about, uh, she's probably referring to our conversation about, who to bring into the circle. Um, I can agree with this. I don't want it to unbalance the show. Not anyone that will still focus. I agree. Yeah. I think it should be a lesser known character. Uh, because yeah, somebody like Ahsoka or even Hera would steal the focus. I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay. okay. Um but to address Joy's question, uh, unless she's talking about finding Jen, I don't think so. Might be a bit it, early. It's, yeah. It's, it's too early because Rogue One basically, this is happening five years before Rogue One. And those events basically kicked off when they found her and took her out of prison. So I don't think it's Jen. Right. I think now, if we about Jen, yeah. it'll be next season. Because at this point in time, Jen is already on her own. Saul has already abandoned her based on the events of Rebel Rising, which you all should read. Um, so I don't think Jen, as much as it would be great, I don't think we're going to get Jen in any aspect in this show. And if we do, I think it'll be next season. Just yes. I, I would, it would be great to see that, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think it would uh, probably be a it probably be a last scene, last episode vibe. For sure. I think. Oh, JV's yeah. in the chat. Um oh, hmm. so any other predictions for tomorrow's episode? Well, we know there's gonna be hopefully a heist. And I want a dinner party, but yes. that's not necessarily a prediction, just more of a demand. Or oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I want a dinner party. That would be yes. just just a real like stressful environment. If uh, House of the Dragons taught us anything this week, it's that dinner parties can be stressful as hell. <laughs> but also wholesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to see that dinner party. That's going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, also the heist. We got to get the heist. And uh, 
But you know, a very small part of me thinks that they're going to drag that out and that heist isn't going to happen until next week. Oh, I would hate that. <laughs> we have one more episode of nothing but dinner mm. party as much as we want a dinner party. That dinner mm. party. I, I think they're, I think they're going to do something else. They're going to focus less on the heist crew and more on what else everything else is going around with like with Luthen number one with the dinner party at Mon Mothma and, and Perrin. And then also I think we're going to get a little bit of insight into what's going on with, uh, Oh geez. I just, I just mentioned her and that Val. Yeah. Val. And, and, uh, and the other, uh, the medic along one more week i i would not be surprised i would not be surprised that it's not that it doesn't happen until next week i mean that's a really... after you <laughs> oh i was just thinking i'm like man that's like the equal of playing a monopoly game and you just want to throw the board up like come on already <laughs> how long are we going to be in jail <laughs> Yes. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I, um, I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's gonna be three episodes per like per mini arc. I think that would that would really do it for me. If it's four set like four stories, we're getting we're getting this heist and then something else happens, and then the last three episodes are the culmination of everything where where Surreal is started hunt is hunting Andor and everything comes together mm. i think that would work really well maybe yeah. maybe the next if if it is going to be like three episode arcs then maybe the next arc would be the saw guerrero one and then there's the finale um i'm thinking maybe i'm really hoping i feel like they wouldn't draw it out this as another episode without the heist happening yes agreed yeah okay. yeah, yeah i can see that too um, well, um, I think we're just about done. Um, Dom, I want to thank you. I really appreciate coming on the show with us and talking Spandor tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great fun. Don also, Joker Voice, you are right. Uh, House of the Dragon is the best thing on TV at the moment. It's so good. In Losing it. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm just curious though, Dom, can you remind everybody where they can find you on social media and how we can follow you in your endeavors? So our podcast is on um, most of the, uh, most of the uh, audio platforms like Spotify and Apple music. Um, also um, our Twitter. Uh, oh, I have completely forgotten our, our Twitter handle, but my co-host Vaughn's is the, the multi Vaughn's of madness. Um, uh, she's on Twitter. Uh, she's brilliant. Um, uh, give me just a second. I think I know your Twitter handle. I think I've got it written down. I think it's just uh, Joy of Star Wars. Yeah, I think that would so. make a lot of sense. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's ours on Twitter. Um, yeah, I have a I have a tiny little personal Instagram called the Galactic Republic where I post Lego things. 
Oh, we awesome. gotta get that information. We okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, have you heard of Salacious Rum? Like, have you seen the Lego stuff? Okay, and I need to follow my boy, awesome. my boy Salacious. Um, <gasps> love him. I don't have that minifigure, and he's worth he's worth so much money now. It's, oh, <laughs> he already told me what I'm talking about. I'm so excited! <laughs> like, yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so yeah, on that one, I'd post just Lego stuff and a bit of cosplay where I went to a convention dressed as uh, Boba Fett in the Mando, in the Mando suit recently, which was great fun. Uh, had a bunch of Mandalorians in a line doing like a banter. That was great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, find uh, the podcast, uh, The Joy of Star Wars on Spotify, Apple Music and all of the audio platform places. And what is awesome. your Instagram name one more time? Uh, the Galactic Republic. So it's like the Galactic Republic, except with brick instead of blick. Brick. Oh man! Yeah. Oh my God. You'll recognize. Okay. You'll recognize it because your girl Ahsoka is the uh, is the uh, profile picture. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. So I've got some exciting stuff coming up, uh, Steve, between now and next week. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Tomorrow night, I will be joining um, JT from the Late uh, late Night Cap Show. Um, JT, of course, is also no, uh, is on after the weekend. He's part of the Red 5 Network. Uh, but So I'll be there tomorrow night. If anybody wants to come and hang out, we're going to be talking about um, some scary, fun, different things. Um, and then this coming is Saturday. I... And Lunar Girl will be on Dork Wars uh, talking about Harry Potter. So I'm very excited. I have a few fun things coming up between now and next um, Tuesday. And I hope everyone will join us there. And, of course, make sure you follow Dom because he is really awesome. And I know as soon as Lunar Girl hears that you have Ahsoka, like, even as your thing, she's going to be on it. So you'll be seeing Peace Love Fandoms and all these others probably following you pretty quickly. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay, so I yeah I found the link to your Instagram, so I'll be putting that in Love the him. show notes. And uh, yeah, again, thanks for popping in, and thank you everybody in the chat. That oh, we just got a couple more that just popped in. Of course, Joker voice and Force oh, of yeah. Light. Came in. I don't I don't think I've seen you guys in a hot minute, uh, but. Yeah, we're, we're about to uh, close things up here, but thanks for coming in. Everybody in the chat, we uh, definitely appreciate everybody in our chat. And uh, be back. Before we forget, we don't want to forget this is the After Us. If you want more and or content and more really cool different perspectives and views, check out Extra Star Wars coming up after us at 9 o'clock, so in 30 minutes. Techie and his group will be joining. Will be doing that after us tonight. That's nice back time. for Tuesday nights after us. So, and of course, they're part of the Red Red Five Network. Of course, I like being up um, here. I can point straight to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so... I can point to my own podcast. Oh, it's there. There it is. <laughs> yes, you can. I know. Excellent. I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dork. I know. I've just we kind of are. we all are. <laughs> so next week, tune back in. We will be discussing uh andor episode six with Greg of Rebel Base Card. Yeah! So be sure and check that out next week. And um Nicole, why don't you close us out? <gasps> 
I get to close this out? Dude, yes. you keep putting me on the spot two weeks in a row. All right. Well, yeah, thank you, everybody, for coming to Rogue One Radio. It has been wonderful hanging out. Again, check out Dom's uh, podcast and stuff because he is really awesome. And, of course, his Instagram because it's got Legos in it. Um, and he's friends with our friend Solaricious Rum. So, hello. Check him out. Um, and thank you again. Make sure you check out Extra Star Wars after us in 30 minutes. And we'll see you guys back here next week for more music, tunes, and, of course, more Andor. Thanks. And may the force be with you. <laughs> like a Vanta. 